motherhood, marriage, and all things adulting. That's what you'll find each week here at the Chaos Under Control podcast. What's up, guys? I'm your host, Emily Richardson, and I'm so excited to share this transparent and relatable space with you. So grab a coffee, invite a friend, and let's hang. Hello and welcome to Chaos Under Control. My name is Emily Richardson and I am the host and the creator of this podcast. If this is your first time joining us, you picked a very bittersweet episode to do that. But if it is not your first time joining us, I have appreciated you from the very first episode and I will appreciate you for every episode from here on out. I love this space that we share together and I just love this community that we have built through this podcast. But today's episode, as I said, is bittersweet because it is season four, episode 93, the season finale. So that means one thing. That means that deployment is over. We got through it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm so thrilled. Y'all don't even know. It was a very, very long eight months and it felt like five years some days and then other days it went by quickly. But the days that were long, they were long. Trust me, it wasn't. They were long by a little bit. They were long by a lot. So I'm very thrilled that Tyler is home. And today's episode is so fitting for him being home because Father's Day is right around the corner. And so today's season finale is about dads doing the thing. We're going to honor the dads today because they absolutely deserve it. So let's jump right into this episode, and as I've said before, I'm not entirely sure when season five will begin, but any episode that is next after this one will be season five, unless it's a pop-up episode, which I will probably do. That's when I'll pop in and say, hey, it will, and now when you look at the podcast, it will say season four on the podcast episode, because if I don't give it a title, it will just put it anywhere in the lineup and you won't be able to find it. So it'll probably say like season four, episode 94, surprise episode, that type of thing. And that will be me giving you the rundown of what to expect for season five and all that good jazz. But now that I just went on a crazy little loop, let's bring it back. So this is the season finale. Not sure when season five is going to start, but we are going to savor this episode today. And if you like this episode, I encourage you to share it with your friends who are dads, maybe a single dad, maybe a dad that's going through a rough time or a dad that works so hard and you feel like they don't get recognized. Maybe it's your husband, your boyfriend, your brother, whoever. I would love for you to share this with them because I think that there is a lot of times that we just don't really give the dads that work hard the credit that they deserve. So I really want to do that today. So season four, episode 93, the season finale, and it's dads doing the thing. Dads are so incredibly special and boy is Stetson so glad to have his back. I don't even have the words to explain it. As a society, we oftentimes see mothers as the ones who nurture, go out of their way, and truly live for their babies. Even in the animal kingdom, so many males just don't stick around and raise their offspring. The father might not even be around at the time of birth. Collectively as humans, we oftentimes anticipate the father to not feel as changed by parenthood as the mothers do because they didn't experience the pregnancy, they didn't physically give birth, they didn't breastfeed, they didn't quit their job to stay home, so on and so on. The father's role can sometimes seem insignificant to the mothers from a parental perspective. Today we're going to spotlight the dedicated dads out there because they absolutely deserve it. 
Men are expected to flip a switch when their baby or babies are born and be in parent mode. See, women begin bonding as the baby grows inside them for all of those months. As soon as the two pink lines pop up, women begin feeling pregnancy and experiencing parenthood. Then the physical act of giving birth strengthens the bond for the mother and the baby. Then the bond continues through breastfeeding and the woman's maternity leave. Whereas with the father, they're lucky to even touch their lady's belly on time to feel the baby kick. So ultimately, the father might not feel like a parent until the child or children are born. So if you recall, or maybe you don't know me at all, we found out I was pregnant and then my husband deployed like a week later, or I don't even remember now. It was... I want to say it might have been less than a week. I'll have to look. I don't know. But he deployed like a week later. And so he left. And when he came back, I was almost six months pregnant. So when he left, I wasn't showing or anything. And I didn't have any type of symptoms of pregnancy. And then he came back and I'm like, got this big old belly and I'm so different. And that was an adjustment for him. And so he had to really get used to not just being back home in America, but getting used to that, getting used to what little time he and I would have left before our baby came. And so it was a lot of adjustment for him, but not even just his situation. There are dads that they are by their woman's side the whole time she's pregnant. And sometimes they don't get that parental feeling and connection until the baby is actually born. Some men have to work harder than others to engage their fatherly instincts, and that is okay. I'm going to say that again because a lot of men get embarrassed by this, and I don't understand why. Some men are just naturally wonderful with children, but then you have some men who have to work harder than others to engage their fatherly instincts, and that's okay. So whether you're naturally great with children or you have to work harder at your fatherly instincts to kick in, it's not the end of the world. Some people are naturally great at ballet. Some people take lessons after lessons and they get great at ballet. It doesn't matter if you're born with the instincts or the skill or you learn it. The skill is still there. So it doesn't matter. If you want something bad enough, it will happen. And if you choose to love your kids so much and you refuse to fail as a parent, you won't. It doesn't matter what your instincts are or aren't. It's up to you if you fail, quote unquote, at parenting or not. So let's keep going. Either way, wherever you stand with your instincts or lack thereof, I hope if you're a father listening to this that you feel seen and appreciated. I see you. I just want to say that. I see you to the dads out there. The postpartum time that didn't physically affect you but did affect the woman that you love and you couldn't do anything to fix her situation. I went through postpartum depression and it broke my heart looking back on it now, like having Tyler experience that with me because everybody kept telling me, oh, you had a C-section and, you know, you're having to take care of your baby and take care of yourself and your hormones are balancing out and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but what about Tyler too? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not downplaying my situation because it was not a great time. It was awful. I had a new baby I was adjusting to along with that. But then you have Tyler who hated seeing me like that, but he had no way of fixing it. He felt helpless knowing that as the man of our house, he wasn't able to help me in that situation. And there were certain things he just couldn't do. And so that was hard for him as well. So the postpartum time, that can definitely be hard for fathers. The times when your wife crumbled because she's all touched out, but your child only wants mama. 
the times when the sporting events and performances that you've had to miss because you and mom agreed that you would work and she would stay home. So paying the bills now falls on you. Kids don't realize that. There were times growing up that I got so mad that my dad had to miss one of my parades that I was in when I was taking dance or this or that. I used to get so mad. And now I look back and I'm like, He had to work so he could pay for me to do those things. He didn't want to miss it. It wasn't fun that he missed it, but he had to make the money to pay for me to be able to do that. You don't realize that when you're a kid. So that's definitely a huge one as well. Or even the times when you cook for the kids, but you didn't make the food like mommy does, so they don't want to eat it. And then of course, there's the struggles of being a single father when you feel like you're just not capable to raise them like they deserve. That's right, baby. I hear you. Go in there and play, okay? That's right. Go play. Thank you so much for being a good listener. Yeah, so the struggles of being a single father when you feel like you're just not capable to raise them like they deserve. I have so many friends who are single parents and the moms, I'm not trying to be sexist or anything, but... I feel like a lot of moms, when they're single moms, they get this new sense of empowerment and they find new strengths about themselves. And I feel like single fathers sometimes, they feel like they're in competition with themselves and they struggle a lot and they doubt themselves. And men need to realize that just because they're not born with maternal instincts like a woman might be, doesn't mean that they are not more than capable of being a wonderful parent, even if that's being a single parent. So don't ever doubt yourself male or female, but don't also assume that because you are one and not the other, or you may not have these instincts that you're going to fail your kids because that's not the case. If there is a burning love in your heart for your children, that is enough. Let me read that again. If there is a burning love in your heart for your children, that's enough. I didn't say if there is X amount of commas in your bank account. I didn't say if your credit score is this, if your job is that, if your college degree says this. I didn't say any of that. I said, if there is a burning love in your heart for your children, that is enough. That love will be the seed that God uses to let you bloom as a father. You'll mess up plenty. The best ones do. And yet, because you love them more than anything, you'll get back up and you'll keep going as you always have. You have to understand that. It's not about, I need to be a perfect dad because you're never going to be. And there is no perfect dad. Even the best ones aren't perfect. But all you have to do to be as close to perfect as you can is remember that they're God's kids before they're yours. And I have to tell myself that regularly because I have to remember that there's only so much I can do as an earthly parent for Stetson. I'm not perfect. I can't give him everything he needs, but I can love him more than anything. And that's the best I can do sometimes. And it's the same for dads. You're not going to be perfect, but you can do the best you can do as an earthly parent. And just remember that at the end of the day, they aren't yours first. They're yours second and they're his first. And because you love them, they will he will give you what you need to take care of them on this side of eternity. So find peace in that. Be proud to teach, excuse me, be proud you get to teach your children what a husband is and how a father should be. Be confident that God blessed you as their dad for a reason. Don't take that joy lightly. It isn't your job to be like their mom. It's your job to be you. You are so cut out to be their father and example. So many parents, dads especially, I feel like they get caught up and they say, if they're a single dad, they'll say, well, you know, I don't know how to braid your hair like mommy does, or I don't know how to make this food like mommy does, or whatever. You know, it's situations like that. It's very comparative. And you have to remember that whether you're married, split up, it doesn't matter 
even if you're raising kids under the same roof as a married couple, you're still the father and their mother is still the mother. You're two separate parents or two separate individuals in their lives. It's not your job to teach them the same things and be the same example in their lives. So if you're a single parent, just remember, hey, I can't be the mom for them. I can't. That's not my job. I can't be the other parent in their life. I'm going to be this parent and teach them what I can teach them and love them the way I know how to love them. And that's the best I can do. That's all I can ask. So remember that. Find comfort in that as well. Here's a little backstory about me and my family for Father's Day. My dad and I butt heads so often. Y'all don't even know. So often. Because we have such different views and opinions on things. We argue constantly. We bicker. But at the end of the day, he's my dad and I love him. But all of that said, he has taught me so much that has made me the wife and mama I am today. I will always appreciate the things that he did at the time I didn't think much of. But looking at it now from a parent's view, I get it. There's so much that when I was a little girl, I got so mad. Let me tell you, my dad's not perfect. There's a lot that he did growing up and my mom and anybody in my family that, you know, now I look at it and I'm like, why did they do that? But the point is, there's a lot that he did when I was growing up that I didn't understand then. But now, not just as an adult or as a married person, but as a mother, I'm like, wow, I get it. I see that. That makes sense now. So there is that for me as well. My father-in-law is one of the kindest men that I know and I have ever met. He would drop anything at any moment to help anyone in need, and he would not expect a single thing in return. I truly hope that Stetson inherits my father-in-law's compassion and understanding and willingness to do anything for his family and his kids and anyone for that matter. My other father-in-law can cook anything better than any chef with a TV show. It's unbelievable. If he ever makes you eggs, you will never eat eggs from anywhere else in your life. Yeah, I don't even know how he does it. It's unreal. So there's that great thing about him, along with the fact that he's also so chill and such a come-as-you-are type person. He's just completely relaxed, chill. You don't have to be fancy around him. You don't have to be prim and proper. He's just very go with the flow, which is super comforting. There's so many men and father figures in my life that gave me the pieces growing up to form the puzzle of what I wanted my husband to be. Now I have him and he is setting the example for the father and spouse we want Stetson to be, which makes me sad and happy to think about Stetson being a dad and a spouse one day. I'm not going to go there today. I just can't. I can't let my mind go there. But we're going to wrap up this episode with this little bit that I have right here and I hope it hits home with you and I hope it touches your heart. Fathers are hard workers. Fathers are gritty and tough. Fathers are the handymen and know-it-alls. Fathers also are the ones that love you, not necessarily because it's their natural instinct to, but because they genuinely want to. To all the fathers out there, enjoy your day. We appreciate you, and the world is better because of dads. Y'all, I know this was a short finale, and I'm very sorry, but it has been a complete whirlwind these last few weeks, and there's been so much going on. But even with this short episode, I mean every word of it. And having Stetson's dad gone for so long, seeing how Stetson reacted to that, there's just certain things that he and his dad did and certain ways he looks at his dad that I just can't ever fill that spot for him. And I noticed that over all those months. And so even if you're not a dad that is gone from your kids for long periods of time like that, just know that even if they don't point it out every day, they see you in a special way that they don't see anyone else, not just other men in their life, but specifically you. They see you in a different way that they don't see other men and you're special to them and you'll always be on a certain place for them and have a certain place in their heart for you. Son, daughter, it doesn't matter. 
matter. So don't take that lightly. Understand who you are to them and the role that you play and be compassionate to your kids and let them be compassionate back to you and try to set a space where you're still going to teach them right from wrong, but you always want to be that safe place they can come to. And you always want to let them know that, hey, I may not be perfect and I may not have all the answers, but I'm going to do my best to raise you to the best of my abilities because you deserve that. That's the goal we're trying to set for Stetson. That's the goal that we have as parents is to not be perfect, but be the best that we can be because he deserves it, not because we want to have some perfect record as parents. So I hope this episode helps y'all with reaching out to fathers, maybe if you don't have the words to say. I hope that you know a father that you could send this link to and say, hey, I hope you need or if I think you could hear this and feel heard and seen and loved and I hope that you get something from it. And honestly, I don't have the words to explain how much I love Tyler and the dad that he is, but I can tell you looking at the men in his life, it makes sense. So just remember for every good man, you know, every good father, you know, there's someone that's impacted that and it might have just been their mother and that's fine. But give some men credit where credit is due they deserve it they may not have carried the baby given birth breastfed and all that but they are still parents and they are still very important and we love them just as much so y'all have a fantastic day have a great summer i will be back soon before you know it stetson has ran around like a wild racehorse in the background today and i'm very sorry but i had to get this episode out so we did but i love this podcast season four has been a complete blast and it's been very chaotic but you know what that's my life right now so that's fine but i love y'all dearly please keep listening invite your friends to the episode so they can join in on what we have and they'll be ready to go season five i will see y'all soon send me any episode suggestions that you have on my instagram at emily g richardson and i will be glad to write those up for y'all i love y'all have a great day have a great break from the podcast and keep your chaos under control we'll see you next time